0: Well, hello, and welcome to the Partner Connection. This is Dell Technologies Partner Podcast, and I'm Cheryl Cook, and today I'm excited to be joined by a repeat guest, Heather Margolis, who's the Senior Vice President of Marketing at 360 Insights. Heather, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me again. What an honor to be a repeat guest. We're excited to have you, and we've had a lot going on in your world and your company, so we want to talk about the customer-ready solutions, accelerating time-to-market, and you've got a lot of expertise. And just for our listeners and our guests, I think the last time you were on, you were still running Channel Maven, and since then, yes. Channel Maven yes. has been acquired into 360 Insights. So talk about that and how things are going at 360. Sure. So yes,
1: 14 years ago, I started Channel Maven Consulting. And then three years ago, because I didn't have enough going on with a 10-month-old and an almost three-year-old, I started a company called Spark Your Channel, which enabled partners to consolidate and customize video content. And 360 Insights saw both of those and our amazing team and decided they wanted both of them. So we were acquired last November. In 21, and I'm now running marketing. So, my Channel Maven team is alive and well and pretty much doing what they were always doing, but now inside of 360 Insights. And the Spark piece of functionality is going into our ecosystem management tool. So, 360 Insights started out as a channel incentive management platform and has since added CPQ functionality and acquired Web Infinity at the beginning of this year. Which is an ecosystem management platform, allows everything to happen all in one place, partners to get what they need when they need it. You know, we always used to say it's a single pane of glass. And I said, wait a second, it's not. It's three dimensional, it's where we live, it's where we actually engage with partners, they engage with each other, and they engage with all the resources there.
0: Absolutely. Well, I love the direction you're taking. And you and I have had several conversations around the evolution and the changing landscape in the partner community and the partner ecosystem. And I think now everyone is using the term ecosystem, which we're watching and seeing multiple partners being brought together on single customer engagements and deployments and such. But share just a little bit about your perspective and your thoughts, and maybe with a slant towards marketing on this phenomenal partner ecosystem and how it's evolving. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So 20 years ago, when I started doing this, we had what we called partner-to-partner networking. And we would say, you're a partner and you're a partner, you should work together. And it just never really happened because all of our partners were saying that they were end-to-end services and solutions. They didn't need To bring anyone else in because they could do all of the things just as well. And I don't know if the fact that we as consumers can now source exactly what you need and best of breed of what you need so easily that partners are sort of realizing they need to do what they are really good at and find companies that fill the gaps that they might have. And that's really what ecosystem management is all about and enabling partners to. Find each other, maybe even broker the relationship so that the partners that are good at marketing and sales find the partners that are better at implementation, find the better partners at customer success. And those three companies together can really do something that for the end customer is a much more positive experience from a marketing perspective or taking, you know, putting back on my hat from when I worked in the channel executive role we had partners who were required to get two sales certs and one marketing cert and three technology certs. And that isn't as necessary. If you're the partner that's better at sales and marketing, you better have all those sales and marketing certifications, but then you only need sort of the baseline of the technology certifications, not everything. From a marketing perspective, if I have $5,000 in MDF, and I'm really good at marketing, I know that that's not enough to be able to do SEO, SEM and digital advertising and really get in front of people. But if I can go find two other partners who are better at the things that I'm not good at, and we can pool together $15,000, that's much more impactful on a regular basis.
0: Yeah, and I think we're seeing a couple of phenomenons. What you just described and outlined is probably a more proactive based partner to partner aspect and orientation on how to go to market. And I think equally, if not maybe more, is happening as customers are pulling these partners together, right? You've got these (laughs) big initiatives, the complexity of these multi-cloud deployments, the risk associated with where cybersecurity is right now. And candidly, just the pace, the speed with which we all want immediate gratification and the market's moving so fast, customers are playing that role in being the orchestrator on deciding, I want you because you're awesome at security. And I need your help and expertise because you're great at infrastructure, and I need your help on native cloud app development and bringing it all together to try and help get there faster. But to your point, leaning on the best of breed or best strengths, if you will. To your point that partners are letting go, no one of us can do it all, frankly. And I think we're all realizing that. And that for the customer's vision and ambitions to be realized, we have to all come together and work on their behalf to help achieve it in the least risk, fastest acceleration to revenue, highest quality of deployment way. And playing to each other's strengths is certainly the way with which we're best doing that. So, talk a little bit about your company. And I'm really excited about the MA that you guys have brought together with a holistic view around a platform. But with the shift that we were just describing, and the fact that cooperation or frenemies is the nature of the business today, right? On some engagements, we may compete, on others, we're actually alliances and allies going to market. Talk about your perspective and experience with the B2B customers around nurturing and what's going on sure. from marketing perspective?
1: Yeah, it's so interesting. So on two different planes, the first being the one you're in, the IT companies that sell into the customers through their partners, we are seeing so much more competition. I remember 20 years ago, you know, we were pitted against, I worked for a company who shall remain nameless. And and it was like, if they get those awards and they have more mindshare with their partners, it's on. We're going to figure out how to win that back. And now it is one of those things where sometimes the customer is dictating which technology is going where and we don't want our partners to feel like they're being pulled between two parents. And we want to make sure that, we're supporting our partners in the best way possible. And the other plane is the one that I am in, which is all of these platforms and TCMAs and TCMA is through channel marketing automation tool for your partners who may not know that. All of those tools are already implemented in a customer of ours. So a company like yours is already using the tools they use. Wouldn't it be better if we could just sort of come in and fill in the gaps and make sure everyone has what they need? So I do that on a regular basis and I love that. Building partnerships is what I've done since a very young age. I'm sure my parents could tell stories about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's important to ensure that the customer has what they need. They do have the best of breed for their pain points and that everything then connects and is able to flourish in that new view. That's really our product, 360 Ecosystems, is really what that's all about to ensure that People can find what they need when they need it and then grow from there. I think there's a lot of efficiency that comes from you partnering with the right companies, us partnering with the right companies, and our partners partnering together so that the customer has a much better experience and isn't looking to rip and replace everything 18 months later because something's not working together.
0: So maybe expand a little bit for those that don't know because I think you know I've been talking for some time around marketing automation and the digital capabilities and how those insights and AI and the modeling that you can now do from a marketing perspective unleashes a lot of capacity and resource to work with our sales teams and help our sellers be more productive but In the context of your ecosystem platform, how would a partner take advantage of that? Sure.
1: So I think, again, it goes back to what's best for that partner. So some of your partners, and they used to be my partners, would say, I don't have a marketing platform. I don't have any resources. I really need you to serve up the exact email, the exact piece of content, and the exact support, education that I need to be able to execute on an email campaign or any sort of demand gen, then there are other partners who say, listen, we're a little more sophisticated. We have, you know, insert marketing automation tool name here. We don't want to have to load a list to your platform, but we want your content. We want all of the great things and your teachings. We want you to tell us If we're sending an email and connecting with this person on LinkedIn and targeting them with a digital ad, I really don't like that word. Targeting sounds so violent, doesn't it? (laughs) Um, We're trying to draw them to us. Then what should we do? You explain that to us and you give us the great content. And then you have other partners, your nationals, your GSIs, GSPs, who don't want any of that. They want custom with Dell branded content that they can arm their salespeople with. There, See, there's another violent word that they can enable their salespeople. With. <laughs> um, and it really is, we as a culture have gotten so used to having exactly what we want when we want it and how we want it that you can't just create some emails and content and say, okay, every single partner, regardless of your capabilities, here's what you get. And I think you as Dell have done such an amazing job of that.
0: One of the mottos we live by at Dell is we're very customer focused. We try and be outside-in thinkers and externally focused. And I think if we start there and work our way back with that in mind, it helps us align and galvanize all of our resources to that end. And capabilities-wise, as you commented, not everybody's at the same place. People are at different stages of evolution or maturity across their digital transformation and their automation capabilities. So you do a lot of consulting and meet with a lot of companies, large and small. What's just a couple common themes or words of wisdom that you could share if partners are looking to get started a little more? How do they put their toe in the water, not just digitally, but really around this concept of participating in a broader ecosystem?
1: Sure. I think the first is really start small. A lot of times if I do a training to partners and we're talking about things like account-based marketing and digital advertising, it can be really overwhelming. The first thing I would say is control your digital profile. So understand if someone searches your company, if someone searches your executives, what are they finding online? Because you might do a lot of work and go to a trade show and get a lot of names and reach out to them. And the first thing they're going to do is research you. You want to make sure that what they're finding is what you hope for them to find. You don't want them to find an old website that's gone down. You don't want them to find an executive who's no longer there or find nothing. That's probably the worst thing that could happen. So just control your digital profile, figure out where you are showing up and go in and edit those if necessary. And the next is, if you don't have a list and you don't have content or resources, the best thing you can do is start connecting with people on LinkedIn. And I always say, please don't do it in a salesy way, but maybe that's a negative term for someone who's a really good salesperson. Don't do it in such a way that it is very clear you're trying to sell to them. Connect with them, say we both work in tech, would love to follow you and understand your business a bit better. Or if they're not in tech, We're in the same region, we're in the same area. For whatever reason, connect with those folks and then spend probably an hour a day on LinkedIn just seeing what your network is doing, engaging with them somewhat, and then you're probably ready to take the next step and leverage some of the resources that you provide to them to do actual outreach.
0: It really is powerful. And I think we've all discussed how it's been amplified and accelerated during The pandemic period, when we were all at home, all of a sudden, all of our sellers became digital salespeople, right? You need to leverage tools like LinkedIn for informing and educating and delivering world-class content that is highly relevant to who's searching on you. Everybody wants to be online. All of our expectations have been elevated. The silver lining out of the pandemic is some of the good capabilities that this automation is going to have, but very discriminating, right? They don't really want to talk to a salesperson just yet. I describe me, Cheryl, as a consumer, I enjoy the experience of going in Neiman Marcus shoe department and doing shoe shopping, not so much at Home Depot. So when I can get online, order what I want, sit in my car and then put it in my trunk, that's a delightful experience. (laughs) So we need to be able to meet them where they are.
1: And you need to ensure that the digital footprint is doing the same thing. So if you looked at a pair of shoes on Neiman Marcus and they started following you around the internet, you might not mind it too much. Your wallet might mind it a little bit, but you might not mind it too much. (laughs) But if you went and looked at a circular saw because you were buying a gift, and then for the next three months, a circular saw is following you around the internet, that you don't want either. So intent is really important.
0: Absolutely. That's well said. That's absolutely well said. So talk a little bit about your experience. Do you have any guidance or do you have any best practices? A lot of our partners get MDF dollars and resources, and those certainly are available for important things like, in our case, demo gear and lab equipment, but certainly for mm-hmm. demand generation as well. What's the best practice in your mind around ratios on SEO search, digital marketing, those kind of vehicles, as opposed to just now that we're back in person holding an event? Sure. So. I think the first is make sure that you optimize your name.
1: If you search your company name and anything other than you comes up in the first three things, you need to spend a little bit of money with Google Ads just optimizing your name. And it could be five hundred or a thousand dollars a month, but at least something so that you're putting a stake in the ground that that's yours. The next thing I would say is, I don't want to frustrate anyone. If you don't have at least three to five thousand dollars a month, you're probably not ready for digital advertising just yet. Certainly SEO, SEM, it's something you can have someone come in and do a search engine optimization audit. Over the course of a year, it's probably 10 grand. But if you're not able to put two to 5K per month down on digital advertising, you're probably not there yet. The other thing I would spend some MDF dollars on is getting together with partners. So I would pool some of those funds per opt-in monster last year, you're 70% more likely to sell to an existing customer. And per digital bridge, you're 74% more likely to sell to a customer that came to you from a partner. So figure out who those mutual Dell partners are, and then pool your funds and see maybe there's a microsite you throw up together. That's Doing demand gen for both of you, and you have a little bit more money to spend on that digital advertising.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think we've all learned so much recently, and our results and many of the results of our partners are phenomenal. They're more efficient, they're more productive, the return is higher, and it's here to stay, right? We aren't ever going back, kind of business as usual. So it's certainly an exciting time. And I think we describe In challenging times, as well as good times, we're the partner here that's going to work with you and help you win and succeed. And I think digital marketing, all of its capabilities is really, really an untapped opportunity for a lot of us. So let me switch gears as we wrap up. And you've been on here before. So you know, I like to ask this fun question. So give us a little fun fact about yourself, about Heather, that maybe your colleagues would not be on your resume. None of us would know.
1: I can't remember. You'll have to remind me if this is the fun fact I used last time that I grew up wrenching on cars um, and rebuild. <laughs> okay, good. That's my fun fact. I grew up, my dad had a lift in the garage and loved just sort of tinkering with cars. And when I was in high school, I had an Audi 5000 that needed a lot of work. So I ended up working on that a ton. And then he and I rebuilt a Porsche 944 when I was out of college so that's sort of my like fun fact that every once in a while comes out you know I'll have someone say oh my car flooded and I'll look at their car and I'll go you can't flood a fuel injected car there's something else going on and they're like wait a second what where did that come from
0: (laughs) well I don't have any of those skills so I would love to have you as a neighbor (laughs) no problem but that's awesome that's awesome Well, Heather, congratulations on leading marketing at 360 Insight. And I know our partners are already working with you and value a lot of what you do. And thanks for rejoining us for a second time on our podcast. So thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Well, Heather, thanks again for being here and taking the time to join us. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe, give us feedback and review. And join us back in a couple weeks for the next episode of The Partner Connection. Until then, stay safe and be well.